With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yes, welcome back in. And a very valuable listener has taken it upon himself to ring 0800 150 811 as you can. Grant Elliott, Jav, g'day. Hey, Steph, how's it going? I don't know about valuable listener. There'll be people that disagree with me, but that's fine. I've got used to that over time. I think it's good to, to have an opinion. I was just driving around the beautiful capital city um, doing my day job, and I was listening to you, and I thought, oh, well, this is a, a big discussion at the moment, and I uh, thought maybe I'd have a few uh, views on it. But, uh, yeah, interested to hear your view. Um I think, you know, around Trent Bolt, I caught the back end of it, but I'm guessing that you were saying, you know, we should get him playing. Is that what you were saying? Well, they haven't told us what the hurdle to him playing, except that they would rather select contracted players. And me and the listeners are saying, we just want the best 11, and Trent's our best bowler, and he's not playing a test match at home against England. Why can't they make it work? Yeah, I think, I think you have to be very careful about the precedent that you set. And the precedent is, is that what you're saying is that you are not going to commit yourself to New Zealand cricket, but be a freelancer and still be selected. So that opens the, the gateway to any player that decides to take that. And there might, there might only be a handful of players that might be able to do that in, in New Zealand cricket. But I think it does set a precedent. So players will go and play in India and they go play in Pakistan and then suddenly you can kind of, swan in after playing in the T20 circuit and playing a test match. And I think it, it does change things up in the environment, as long as the players are, tr- uh, are given transparent policies around that. But I think the policy that's been set in the past, in my opinion, has been that if you're not contracted to New Zealand cricket, you won't be um, eligible to play. And there's players that, um, I guess, in the past, Mitch McLennigan was one, uh, Colin Monroe currently another one, um, you know, that's the, the, the rules and regulations have to be quite consistent. And I'm sure you'll agree with me, you know, when you're managing players and you're managing selection, it has to be fair for everyone. But what I would say is the solution. Like, let's think of what the solution should be. Now, the, the cricket environment is changing significantly. And I think that, you know, the contracts need to change with that, that environment. And um, at the moment, we've got it's either black or white. Either you contracted to New Zealand cricket or you're not. And I think, um, why can't, can't we put just a little retainer aside for those players that maybe want to go and play in the other leagues and look at it in a positive light? Because if we've got someone like, let's say, Finn Allen, for example, um, he comes to New Zealand cricket, says, oh, I, I don't know if I want to be contracted to New Zealand cricket. Um, I want to go and play in the T20 circuit. Let's put a little retainer aside. Now, Finn Allen could play in the leagues around the world. He's going to be playing in changing conditions with the best coaches in the world, best players around him as well in some cases in these leagues, and actually learn his trade. We're going to get other people to actually train our players in an environment where they're going to get better. Mm. Uh, Their skills are going to get better. Um, Potentially their attitude and philosophies around the game and experience will change. Now, why can't we do that with Trent Bolt? Why can't we give him a small retainer and say he's still contracted to New Zealand cricket, sit down with him and say, 
What we require, though, is for you to do X, Y, and Z, and that will be the strength and conditioning, make sure that you fit and you're checking in with the strength and conditioner and be available for these periods during the year. That way, then the narrative in the, uh, the press would be, okay, well, you know, Trent Bolt is still contracted to New Zealand cricket, but he is only available for certain um, tournaments and, uh, and fixtures. Yeah, it's not much of an easement when you, when you explain it like that. Um, and everyone's talking about precedent, um, but players have played for New Zealand that aren't contracted, and most recently it's Jimmy Neesham, and they seem to bring them, happy to bring them into white ball, um, but it's a different set of rules for tests, is it? Well, test cricket, I guess, you know, the contracting system is you get double points for tests. Right. Um, so what that means is if you're a top 10 test player, there's a good chance you're going to be getting a contract. Um, and the contracting system is because uh, there's more importance placed on tests than it is one day in T20. But as you're saying, like maybe a the, there's a little bit of an ease, but I'd say Jimmy Neesham is probably out of the mix at the moment. I'm not sure. Well, what, you know, what's the narrative around that? Because I think that then that, that does set a different precedent. But I think that what, what, I, what I'm saying in essence is that we probably need to change um, the way that we structure those contracts with the way that the world of cricket is changing so that we can try and keep more people involved in international cricket so the public feel like we're getting our best team um, on the park, um, especially in world competitions. Yeah, bang on. Um, Jeff, lovely to hear from you. You know how the station works. You're about to crash into ads, so I'm going to politely say thank you for <laughs> your call. <laughs> Hey, well done on your Sir Murray uh, Helberg uh, canvas as well, Steph. That was uh, bloody awesome from you. Um, yeah, I was there, and uh, yeah, congrats. It's, uh, it's, it's great stuff that you do behind the scenes as well and on the show. Love listening to you. Thanks, buddy. Thank you so much. Grant Elliott, good listener from Wellington. Uh, we'll come back after this. We can probably sneak one more call in after this break if you want to join in. 0800 150 811.